Moshi Moshi, what's happening? The year is 2015, and this is the first podcast of the turnstiles of that year. How are we doing today? How are we doing today? How are you doing today? Uh, I'm recording in the morning. I'm a little delirious, still kind of shaking the cobwebs off. I think I'm, uh, I'm a little hungover from the holidays. All that hard work and all the booze finally catching up to me. So what's up? How are your holidays? Are they good? Let me see how many times I can say holidays in this podcast. I think I'm at four or five. When I was a little kid, I used to go to holiday skate rink. Roller skate. My favorite Madonna song is Holiday. It's the first tangent of the new year. So how was it? How was it? Did you have a good time? I had a great time. Nicole, my mom, came out here for Christmas. So it was nice to spend time with family. Something I took for granted, just one, being younger, and two, living at home, was spending time with family and realizing how valuable that really is. Um, uh, really something that you kind of miss when you, when you live abroad. But I, I'm happy that they were out here, so I was able to see them. Uh, let's see. Uh, work is work. It's over. It's January now. Nothing to, yeah, nothing to worry about. Just smooth sailing. We just got the Hallmark holiday of Martin Luther King's Day. A little bit of inventory towards the end of the month. And, uh, oh, we got Super Bowl too. How exciting. So, let's just hop right into this. This bitch. First topic is accents. How great are accents? I know you ladies, you are suckers for a gentleman, a bloke with a nice accent. Uh, I know that I'm a sucker for accents. Um, not so much in the way that the girls are, but I just think like they're probably the greatest things in the world. It can really make somebody interesting, or they can make somebody sound just really dirty, depending on what kind of accent they have. Like if uh, somebody came up with like a real hard Boston accent, it'd probably be like, oh, I w- I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try to pick a fight with this guy probably going to leave this one alone. Um, but I, I, I think it's really awesome that this world is so big that somebody who lives, you know, 3,000 miles away from me could have a completely different accent. Hell, you could live like 100 miles away from an area, and that area is going to have a completely different accent. Um, I think what kind of spurred this topic is night in December, I had some friends that were in town that I used to work with here in Scottsdale. And we went to our local watering hole. And so this watering hole has a patio. It's a nice kind of a, a, a gastropub vibe, feel, hipster, whatever. And so one of our other friends, she has a, a puppy. And this, this puppy's name is Charlie. Um, he, I don't know. I mean, he's probably about six months now. But he's a, like a pit bull mixed puppy. And so if you can imagine this dog, this is the type of dog that you leave at home for an extended period of time because this dog will wreck your house. This also isn't the type of dog that you can tie to a chair or tie to a post or even, you know, tie to one of those outside heater posts. You just couldn't do it because this dog is a, you know, a a walking tube stake of an animal. So, uh, burdened is not the right term, but a couple of us would pass 
Charlie off to each other and hold on to him for a few minutes and then when somebody had to go get another beer restroom uh, such we would just hand Charlie over to the next person and so out there for maybe half an hour 45 minutes sun's starting to go down and like I said this is in December so people are having Christmas parties or people are having Christmas get togethers or Hanukkah get togethers for all I know um, and they're all you know, joined outside, you've got, you know, groups of people outside smoking cigarettes, smoking cigars, all that good stuff. When all of a sudden, this man turns a corner, and this man sauntered ever so slightly, probably a good mix of Jack Sparrow and Bernie from Weekend at Bernie's, because he had, like, this crazy lean, and he was just kind of prancing over, and he, he says to us, does anybody have a motherfucking cigarette? And I almost, I, I just about lost it. Because, for one, it was such a beautiful accent that it's been so long that I've heard it that I'm really gonna butcher the accent. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with it. Um, for two, like, who asks for a cigarette in that in that manner? This guy did. So. Well, we tell him, no, no, we don't. Sorry. And then it was right about that time he locked eyes with Charlie. And I was holding on to Charlie at this time. And Charlie's kind of, you know, excited because Charlie gets a little, little happy whenever the fellas are around. For what reason, I do not know. I will not get into that psychology of dogs and liking, you know, particular sexes. So Charlie's, Charlie's freaking out a little bit. And so he's like, oh, you've got a beautiful dog. And since I'm holding on to Charlie, he clearly thinks that I own Charlie. He's like, you mind if I pet your dog? So I say, I say sure. I say, sure. So he does the standard, you know, puts his hand out in front of Charlie's, Charlie's mouth. Charlie sniffs it, licks his hand. And he starts petting the dog. And he's like, oh, you've got a beautiful dog. Beautiful dog. And it's still pretty funny, um, you know, because he's just so, like, emphatic. He's still leaning like Bernie, and um, he actually has, you know, a European accent, like Jack Sparrow. And he goes, may I dress your dog? I'm like, what? May I get in your dog's face, he says. So, I say, sure. Sure, go for it, buddy. He gets down and squats like a catcher in front of Charlie. And starts petting Charlie. And Charlie's going nuts, mind you. His nub of a tail is is freaking out. He's smooching the dude like crazy. And all the guy can say is, Oh, you've got a beautiful bitch. Look at this beautiful bitch. Oh, Charlie, you're a beautiful bitch. And I'm, yeah, I mean, it was pretty funny. I'm, I'm cracking up. Uh, people in our party are, are crying because they're laughing so hard. And all I really want to do is tell the guy, hey, it's a boy. This dog's a boy. But he's kept on saying, you know, Charlie's a beautiful bitch. He, he also goes, oh, he likes to give Lex this beautiful bitch. It's like my girlfriend. I'm like, whoa, whoa, fellow. Um, thank goodness he had some co-workers that came and saved us, slash saved him. They walked up and they were like, hey, Rich, are you going to be at work tomorrow? And he's like, oh, of course I'm going to be at work tomorrow. And they're like, are you sure? 
sure you're not going to be sick tomorrow? He's like, no. Do I look sick? Not sick. See it work? And then the last time I saw Rich, he was bumming a cigarette off of somebody else. So, I mean, that's my story. I mean, it was a lot funnier to be there. But, I mean, that's that. Second story is, if I were a more charitable person, and if I had a cigarette, I would have given him a cigarette. I don't have a problem with that. One less for me to smoke, I suppose. But I didn't. But it brings me to my next story. In the holidays... Aha, I said it again. Our time, the season for giving. And uh, there, there was a time when I was Christmas shopping. And I had some cash on me. I was going about from shop to shop. I was in a mall. And there was a gentleman who appeared to be down on his luck. I'm not going to speculate whether he was homeless or not. But he was asking for money. And he caught me in a really good mood. And so I reached my pocket... And I, and I gave him a bill. And, you know, he said, God bless, sir. God bless. Thank you very much. He was pretty happy about it. And I didn't really think much of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it felt good to give him something. I, ha- I had money and I had, you know, more than enough because I was Christmas shopping. And so it was nice to, get, nice to give him a gift. And I'm telling the story because I'm a freaking blowhard and I want you to know, oh, you know, you know, I give money away. I freaking hate people that tell people their good deeds um, because that's just stupid. But I'm telling you this because I thought that I was giving this gentleman a $20 bill, which is more than ample to, to, to feed him, to uh, get him booze or, you know, who am I to judge? Whatever, wherever he wants to get. But I went to another shop or another store in the mall and I went to purchase something and I went to reach for what I thought would be a $100 bill in my pocket. Turned out to be a $20 bill. So that pretty much means that I gave that quote-unquote homeless person a $100 bill. And so that's kind of when the kick in the crotch feeling set in because I was like, I can't believe I just gave that guy a $100 bill. Uh, but I did. And so after probably about five minutes of me being kind of pissed about that, I was like, you know what? Like, this guy was hard on his luck. Gave him a hundred dollar bill. You made his day. Hell, you might have made his week. Who knows? You know? He needs it more than you. Is what I kept on telling myself. For all I know, he went to, to Goodwill. And bought himself a suit. Had himself a job interview the next couple days. Worked his way up and now he's like the GM of of McDonald's or something. I don't know. That's what I like to tell myself. But maybe, maybe that didn't happen. Maybe this guy had a smack problem and he rolls up on a hundred bucks. He goes up to his drug dealer and he slides this hundred dollar bill and he goes, give me all of it. Give me all of it. And, you know, the guy only deals in little baby crack rocks or little bits of heroin. Maybe bought a whole bunch of it and didn't really know that his tolerance wasn't there. And he did too much. And he died. Like, what if that happened? What if I ended up killing a bum 
because I was a ding-dong and gave him a $100 bill instead of a $20 bill. Think about this stuff. I could have killed a bum. I don't think I did. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I'm sure he's managing a McDonald's, though. Resolutions. Do you guys do resolutions? Have you ever done a resolution? I would love to know what some of your revolutions, or revolutions, a re- one of your, your resolutions are, or maybe a crazy thing that one of your coworkers is doing. Uh, I've done um, uh, Stop Biting My Nails in the past, which has actually worked. Um, I only bite my nails now when I'm super stressed out. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't really know. I mean, there's the usual, you know, I'm not going to be a fat ass anymore. I'm going to go to the gym. Um, but I don't know. If you have any funny ones or any awesome ones or any weird ones, any anything at all that you think will be amusing, feel free to text me. Feel free to hit me up. I would love to hear them. Maybe I'll share a few on the next podcast. My resolution is to spend more time doing this. To honestly commit to you, to you, that I'll do this more often. So yeah, that's that. Don't let me break this resolution. I'm having a good time doing it. Um, Welcome 2015. 2014, you're a great year. This year's going to be an awesome year. Stay positive, people. If you will it, it will come true. I'm a firm believer in that. I love you. Have a great day. Have a great new year. And we'll be talking to you soon. Bye-bye.